It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Coots. Well, we finished watching Punisher Season 2 mm-hmm. with uh, John Bernthal and uh, who else was in it? Lots of people. Uh, ben Barnes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the actress's name. Some Amber Rose Riva, that was her name. Right, that man. played up. And uh, Josh Stewart. Mm-hmm. And... Corbin Burnson. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, I'm not going to name them all. <laughs> well, we don't want to spoil it for you in case you want to watch it, okay? But we're going to give our review of it and just kind of talk about it a little bit um, as far as its, you know, um, watchability, I guess. Um, I'm just going to say that, uh, first off, one of the things that I... I mean, I liked it in that we get to see a little more Punisher. We get to see his character develop some more. Um, but this is like moving him toward like actually being the Punisher when it should have been the case after the first season. It should have been, I'm the Punisher now. And this is what I do. But um, it, it kind of drags it out for a while. And I felt, honestly, I felt like there was way too much um, exposition going on than there was action or um, you know development and 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 the second thing is, is this is the thing we talked about earlier is that um, basically you've got two villains in this you've got Jigsaw and then you've got what's the other guy's name uh, Pilgrim Pilgrim okay and what I've said multiple times I've said this I don't know how many times Richard on this show is that when you have a superhero show and you've got more than one villain, it's really difficult to make it good. <laughs> you know, and to make it enjoyable and make it to where it's like not feeling uneven and weird. And it felt kind of uneven, didn't it? It felt pretty uneven. I mean, I thought it was still really good, and it wasn't mm-hmm. like a case of too many villains where one villain was just bad or something, and it just got the short end of the stick. But I felt like... Uh, so we were kind of continuing the uh, the thread of 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 uh, Jigsaw here uh-huh. from where it landed last the end of last season. Right. But then they also introduced Pilgrim, uh-huh. which is like this. He's like this uh, <laughs> weird religious realist, dude. Re- weird religious fanatic that's also like a hitman. Yeah. And um, he says that the people that he kills are sinners. Uh-huh. Um, so he, I mean, he's also like going in a closet and. Flagellating himself like with a whip, mm-hmm. like all the time. Yeah, one of <laughs> those type weird. of characters. Um, <laughs> but I felt like John Pilgrim was a great, was it was an interesting character. But mm-hmm. he kind of got the short, uh, kind of the short end of the stick here. Yeah. Um, he just didn't get enough screen time, mm-hmm. not enough development in this to yeah. really connect too much with him and his world. It was. A lot I felt of it, his world was weird, man. I mean, it he's was in that weird cult or something. Yeah, yeah. It was and he's we- like, you know, going to church, and then he's talking about like going and doing. God's well, it work wasn't. It wasn't a cult. It wasn't a cult. Um, it's some, I, if I it, talk about it, is it, it some it's weird kind of appellation spoiling. kind of deal? No, it's these people 
and they've got so their son played by Corbin Burnson and um, yeah. Ned O'Toole. Their son uh-huh. is like this senator, and they kind of present themselves as like this this moral religious sect. But, yeah. But they they've act they're actually like running drug running. Yeah. They're like they're running drugs, and they they've got like this underground this underworld <laughs> empire where they're running drugs and slate and child slavery. Yeah. All this stuff. Well, it's kind of like, and, there's a new show that just started on WGN. It's called Pure. Oh, I yeah. I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm, I recorded the first episode. I was going to watch it. Well, you see more It kind of reminds me of that. It's like... Well, you bit. see more of his character, uh, his backstory, the Pilgrim's backstory, and what happens was he was like so, some enforcer for the mob yeah. and in New York City, <clears> and he wound up getting you know, thrown in jail, and this guy... Played by Corbin Burnson and uh-huh. and Annette find him in jail. He's like, I'm gonna show you a better way and and you know teach him about God and all this other stuff. But they're manipulating him into doing their. It dirty would work. make sense for why he's doing what he's doing because mm-hmm. he he wants to pay these people back. Mm-hmm. And he feels like he's doing God's work, mm-hmm. you know. So it, he's driven by religion. He's driven by you know a lot of things. It's kind of cool. I think that the character of uh, of Bishop, no. What is his name again? Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. Pilgrim. <laughs> I think the character of Pilgrim uh, makes more sense to me than Jigsaw. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like about Jigsaw in this exactly was that they went in kind of a strange direction in the portrayal of his character. It's like, not the comic book Jigsaw. No, you know he's about. like. Well, no, his mind is going to be like a Jigsaw. I mean, he says at one point, he's like, "My mind is like a Jigsaw." Um, <laughs> But, like, he's just got a few scars on his face after he had his whole side of his face run down through through broken glass. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you... Somebody's like, <laughs> the wonders of plastic surgery could have been worse. Like, it's like, they didn't want to, like, scar up Ben Barnes because he's, like, they're trying... I guess they're trying to sell him as, like... As, like, you know, trying to give him sex appeal or something. I don't know. I think but, it would have been cool, cooler if he had, like, a jigsaw tattoo on his face. <laughs> that would have been cool. Um... But yeah, with him, he kind of parts of it is him trying to recover his memory, and he can't remember what he did. You know that he killed John's family, uh, right? And uh, not John, um, Frank's family, Frank. Frank's yeah. family, and what he did to him, and so he doesn't know why Frank is trying to kill him, and he's like all upset, and um, but then they start. He starts getting these other vets together and mm-hmm. robbing banks and things like that. And he hooks up with this psychiatrist, which is really kind of a twisted thing. Yeah, um, because it's like, I mean, it's, she gives up on the whole professional mm-hmm. distance thing for sure. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the thing is, okay, this is the thing I didn't really like about it was I felt overall... I mean, I understand that they're doing this over several episodes, but this is something that probably could have been done in a film. Mm-hmm. You could have done this whole story in a film. They kind of stretched it out so much that I felt like there were parts that were just like, you know, come on, let's let's get on with the story. Right? You know I mean, and um, when you when you're doing a Netflix series or you're doing a series where you binge the whole thing, that's when you run into that problem. I think uh, Daredevil did a good job of it, season one and two for sure. Um, of making it uh, worth your while to sit down and watch the whole thing. Um, I felt season two was just kind of lacking 
in a lot of ways as far as it's Well, it really ramped up near the, the about the last three episodes. It really ramped mm-hmm. up as far as the action and dealing with. Yeah. And it gets even more brutal as I the just season can't, goes on. I, the the thing is, it's like um, I kind of gauge it by how much it keeps my interest and makes mm-hmm. me want to continue watching it because I'm a busy guy, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to sit down and binge a show if it's going to be like, oh, well, i got to watch the next one now. You know, I mean, in the first season, it was like, man, I could not stop. I, I had to watch the next one right away. I mean, it was like, oh, my gosh, what happens next, you know? But in this one, it's like, well, I can put it off. No, I didn't That's really have that problem. I kind of, I, I kind of, I watched it until it was about, I had nothing to do the next day, so I watched it, I finished it at like 2 a.m., but... I didn't get to start it till like six six o'clock in the evening or yeah. something, but because yeah. I had a busy day for that. But um, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I just th- I thought it was still pretty good. I just didn't think it was as good as the first season, and it was a bit yeah. uneven. I think uh, so. Basically, for context, what happened here was after the end of season one, you know, he's he's got that immunity deal, and he's mm-hmm. and he's just kind of trying to, you know. He's just traveling, lay low, low, traveling. (laughs) He doesn't want to be the Punisher anymore. He's just going to chill out. But then he sees this girl with, like, all these assassins trying to capture her. And so he springs into action to help her. Um, And that's where it all starts is he's on the run with her trying to help her. Um, And he's got – now he's got all these assassins after him. Yeah. And uh, it's basically – well, it boils down to I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna give it a star rating, I guess. Okay, go a star ahead. Rating three. Yeah, that's about what I would give three it. Three stars out of five. Three out of I five think, for yeah. me. I think it wasn't um, as good. It was a bit uneven, not as good as the first two. But it did, and because this is likely the the final season, let's let's be real, it is um, after all the junk going on with Netflix and Marvel, but. Uh, I think it ended in a good place. It did. It, it, tie, it tied up all loose ends. Uh-huh. So and really at the beginning, just the last few moments of it is when you really see him become the Punisher. Uh-huh. So, um, and I get that. I understand that there are people that wanted him to like immediately be the Punisher and do Punisher stuff, but um, I don't know. Um, Shouldn't season one just be the origin story, and then the season two be like okay now? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. That's, I can see that. I mean, that's like a long way to make somebody wait to to have that happen. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of backstory to do. Okay, so go see it. It's pretty decent. It's it's worth watching. Um, okay, so this week we're covering a pilot, very little known pilot. What's the, what's it called, Richard? Uh, Look well. <laughs> Look well. Okay, this thing came out in 1991 and never went anywhere. Because honestly, I think that because it was released in 91, nobody got it. And honestly, if it was released today, it would still be on the air. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be, still be kind of a, a niche comedy, I suppose. But, but yeah, it but would still. probably it'd do well on like TBS or Adult Swim. Sure. Um, this is a show that stars Adam West, okay? And Adam West is playing an actor... Who used to be in some '80s uh, crime drama where he was a detective, and his his character's name was uh, Brannigan or Brannigan, Brannigan, Brent, and he keeps somebody says, "Oh, you were you were Bennigan. And He's like, "No, Brannigan, that was so and so." 
Um, what's really funny about it is he's this bumbling moron who basically like tries to solve crime using the methods that he used on his TV show. Yeah, there's like this one point where he's like, and he's thought he's like in the middle of teaching class, and he'll hear like one word, and you'll be like, faster, go fast, it's going fast. But there's like this point, he's like. They're stealing he's, the cars yes, fast. Yeah, he's, he's like, uh, there's like this point. He's like, use to play detective on TV. Mind can't help but make deductions. It is so like Adam West was Batman because it's like, okay, the character Brannigan or whatever, Bannigan or whatever his name is, it's like, I mean, it starts with a B, ends with an N. It's obviously trying to riff on the Batman suit because everybody said, what did you play? Well, I played a detective. Well, yeah, Batman's a detective. But, I mean, it is so witty. I mean, it is such a funny show. It's well written. Um, gosh, who wrote this thing? Okay, this was made by, I'm sure it's written by him too, but it was executive produced by Robert Smigel and Conan O'Brien. And Lorne Michaels. Oh, Lorne Michaels yeah, was the executive producer. Executive but producer. But, but, uh, but Conan O'Brien and Robert oh Smigel created it. Oh my gosh, it. it is. If you don't know who, I'm sure you know who Conan O'Brien is, but if you don't know who Robert Smigel was, he did like all the uh, Saturday, TV, Saturday. Yeah, TV he fun did the house. TV Funhouse Saturday Night Live. Biggie was the gay dear. Yeah, all, all that. Cartoons. And then they had he he <laughs> had like a whole show on cart on Comedy Central. Yeah. So TV Funhouse <laughs> so, show. I mean, but it's it's obviously that kind of humor. I mean, it's it's really out there. And um, honestly, I think honestly, I think that if it was made today. It would be a hit. Yeah, it's the kind of humor that's really popular today. It's sad that it only did one episode, mm -hmm. and it's the pilot. I mean, you can see it on YouTube. Just type, just type in, what's God? What's the name of the show again? Look well. Look well. Look well. Just type in "Look well" with Adam West, and you'll find it. And it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. They, I mean, they've it's got like thirty minutes long. Yeah, and then it's got like sight gags and stuff on it. Like, like he's eating these <laughs> ice cream pops, and it says, uh, "What? What were they?" <laughs> Called Firm Pops. Firm and Pops. It said Firm Pops. Yeah, it said Firm Pops. <laughs> the ice cream pops that that tight make uh, that tighten your skin. Every once in a while, he like puts his hand underneath yeah. his chin and like tests his chin to see if it's sagging or whatever. I mean, it's like constant. It's just so funny. It's constant all through the thing. It's like these crazy lines in there. He's like, you know. remember, detective. I, I I know these things. I played a detective for three episodes. <laughs> And he comes out and he sa says, just stay away. And he's like, like, I warn you, detective, I've got a lot of free time. Just remember, I've got a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah, because he's an out-of-work actor. <laughs> and then there's, like, this whole thing where, like, his son, like, he's going to some uh, uh, auditions and stuff. But yeah. he hits his voicemail and it's, like, people calling back his, calling him the voicemail for his son to get yeah. all these auditions and stuff. And there's, like, uh... There's like this really dumb scene, like where his housekeeper, she's like, he's like, did you do all that house, the all that shopping <laughs> I did? She says, I I tried. They didn't have the they didn't don't make the hairspray you asked right. for anymore. And he goes, those fools. A couple things that are really kind of cool is that uh, one in Lookwell's apartment, it's his name is Ty Lookwell. Mm -hmm. In his home, there is a bust of Shakespeare that is a duplicate of the one in Wayne Manor on Batman. Oh, really? Not only that, in the show, in the pilot, he goes to a statue of Shakespeare to ask him a bunch yeah, of questions. Yeah, he, like, he goes to Shakespeare for It's for almost like going to a shrine stuff. or something mm -hmm. to Shakespeare. So, um, 
the other one is I'm going to read some, some of these lines from this. Um, perhaps if you watched a little bit more television, you'd be better at your job. <laughs> uh, he tells that to a cop. And then there's this one where he's like, did you do that shopping I asked you to do? And the his servant or whatever she is, his maid, he's like, I tried, but the store said they don't make that hairspray anymore. And he's like, those fools. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> that's the one I just quoted. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> The working class mind is strange and unpredictable. Is another one. Um, pay no attention. Oh, he dressed up as a hobo. Oh yeah, like he an said, obvious pay, hobo. Yeah, he says pay no attention to the hobo. He says, I'm I'm just I, a crazy old yeah, vagabond. I'm, yeah, he says I'm just a crazy. He says pay no, I'm just a vagabond. Eat out the eat out eat out the garbage can. Yes. There's one bit where he's like the guy goes We're wasting time. He says we're not wasting time. Time wastes you. Or something like that. Time wastes you, Jason. <laughs> it is hysterical. I mean, the whole thing. And he's like teaching an acting class. And while he's teaching an acting class, he's like thinking about like the crime and how to solve it and whatever. Yeah, he'll just hear any the word random fast thing anybody says. He's he like, like uses, oh, there's everybody's stealing their own cars. It must be <laughs> what's happening. It's, yeah, it's Adam just, West. You, 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 He's like, he goes, he's like putting his hands to his head. He goes, he goes played a detective on TV. Can't mind, can't help making deductions. <laughs> but go check it out. It's probably the funniest thing you'll see today. I mean, it is hysterical. Um, I watched it. I died. I sent it to Richard. Richard died. I mean, it's just so great. I wish it was a series. I wish it was a real series, but uh, it's only one show, one pilot's all you get. So enjoy it while it, while it lasts. 30 minutes of joy. All right, with that, um, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Coots.